Wow, 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 wow. We finally got the soundboard that I've been promising Skylar <laughs> as a early birthday present, late Christmas gift. Um, and I'm using it to introduce Kieran to the pod. Kieran Carr, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. So how, how how do we make Kieran the focus of the of the live video feed? Because I just see a giant me, and it's making me really self conscious. It's making me understand the pecking order of this podcast. It was not. I was thinking that it's not intentional at all. Um, here, what if I do? Th- is that better? Uh, do yeah, we pref- is okay. this preferable? Equality. Yeah, it would be better because this is basically like they were trying to split it in fourths. Oh, oh. Oh, that wait, that? I like that one. I like the thirds. I like the thirds. Okay. This is a great audio right You've now. You've just got to be, like, perfectly centered. Sorry. For, all right. If you're not paying for the free Twitch feed, you really need to <laughs> sign up for our $0 a month Patreon. True. So you can um, you can witness all of this. But, no, we're, we're just trying to figure out a video layout because that's how frequently we have guests in our home is uh, <laughs> we're, like, it's trying to find a third we chair. Have, we have had guests before. But have, this I've is the first them. time that we that I rem- I think it was the first time that we've done it on this podcasting creation service where mm-hmm. we have the the live video streaming and the audio that actually works and all that stuff. Which yeah. we give a, sh- a shout out to Streamyard.com. Thank you, Streamyard, for helping us stream from from our this yards. yard from this yard. <laughs> Various yards. We we are roadmen. That is a <laughs> Yeah, be, being being roadman is very different to being a man of the street. Two very different things there. Yes and no. Like I'm always surprised <laughs> that like like yes people in the UK who are like very hood, at least as far as I can tell from watching the show Top Boy, um, <laughs> they seem to use road the way that Americans would use street in a way that like even though they're very mm. scary in the show, it's hard for me to take them seriously. Like, like, like it's instead of being like, yeah, motherfucker, if you want to see me out in these streets, God, like, they'll just be like, you want to see me out in the road? And I'm like, well, what could happen in the road? Like, you know, like tire problems or something? That'd be terrible just, in the road. It's a lot more polite in England. Like, if you see me down the avenue, was <laughs> is, the, is the next stage of that. Yeah. Is that a real thing that someone, would someone threaten to see you on an avenue in the United <laughs> <On> Kingdom? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely would. Um, <laughs> they would, uh, and then, then the it, down boys. the cul-de-sac. <laughs> down the cul-de-sac. <laughs> you definitely wouldn't want to get stuck in a dark cul-de-sac. There's no way out of that. Is no, there no. Is, is is that is that a thing like cul-de-sac smarts? Like, <laughs> like I'm yeah. a man. I was born on the cul-de-sac. I was born, I was born in this. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you avoid the French. That's. Um, that's how a cul-de-sac works. Well, that and a few other things. If you're not yeah. tough enough, someone says sack up. Now I understand that that means cul-de-sac up, man. Cul-de-sac like, up, bitch. You're, yeah, there's yeah. no fiddle. There's no suitable place for a basketball hoop in this in this whole neighborhood. It's a giant circle. Okay. <laughs> I actually I quite enjoy cul-de-sac sports. Well, like you know because it, there's no oncoming yeah. traffic ever. Exactly. You know, you very rarely have to say mm-hmm. car, and if you do, it's someone's mom, and they know to go around you, and it's great. You know where to sue them yeah, if they if yes, they hurt you. you. All right. Before so Kieran, we were getting yeah. into discussion of roads <laughs> and streets and um, watching actual gangsters on television, I was introducing. <laughs> actual gangsters. Um, yeah. Well, Kieran may or may not be a gangster. I'm not. I don't want to hem you in i'm gonna put you in a cul-de-sac of any sort 
But if you're wait, Kieran. if you're not if you're not paying for the video feed, uh, Kieran looks like I could only describe like a, a, a archetypal street tough. Yeah. Uh, yep. Like you, yeah. he looks. I think it's a teardrop tattoo under his eye. Uh, yeah, it's um, but it's not for the reason you think it's uh, because it's cause you're a Spurs fan and you have to cry a lot. Spurs fan. <laughs> it's because I'm. It saves. I ran out of real tears, but I had to show that I was still sad. Uh, <laughs> that is the. Also, if you're not watching the video feed, it says, "Welcome, Kieran. Say something Spursy." And saying that you ran out of real tears is about as Spursy <laughs> as it gets. So, well done, Kieran. <laughs> Don't you worry. That's the first of many. <laughs> um. Kieran Carr, um, internationally famous comedian, I think we, it's fair to say. Um, guy also goes who, by Jimmy Carr, I think is the other uh, name yeah, that he goes yeah. by. That's the yeah. other one. Don't don't tell him. Don't tag that guy about it. Sometimes I don't. Yeah, this is this is Jimmy Carr's real voice that you get to hear. And like a seagull. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Welcome to the podcast. Speaking of seagulls, Kieran Carr, um, yes. your team, which, spoiler alert, is Tottenham Hotspur. We've kind of alluded to it already. Mm-hmm. Oh but, my God, um, Kieran, did we spoil that for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Kieran, sorry, spoiler alert, you've chosen the wrong team. Um, <laughs> you should have gone much worse or much better. Everyone is happier than you. <laughs> we are the eternally disappointed team i think that's that's my life as a spurs fan um that yeah it's it's a form of child abuse i would say to make yourself were you is that how you became a spurs fan were you indoctrinated by say like an uncle or a father figure or something um i can give you a quick a brief uh rundown so my Mm -hmm. um my whole family is spurs fans my dad god um a lot of abuse and whatnot then just a lot of a lot of turmoil a lot of like making me sit and watch um i was only eight when i got taken to my first match like clockwork orange kind of situation where your eyes are held open exactly exactly and it was it was like oh it was it was a friendly match against torino and we won and keenan berbatov scored and um i was i was hooked from then um and then my dad used to take me to uh white hot lane the old white hot lane which you got you no you it was after you you moved to london way right after that. yeah yeah it was like a year or two before that they opened the new one i mean is right. it it's it's a weird one you guys approached it very differently than arsenal did where we built a stadium like a mile away you guys built a stadium more or less in the same place but like is it mm. essentially completely different it's like you don't go in and see anything you recognize or anything like that or? no so they they knocked down the old one was um it was proper old it was like uh, they had pillars that you couldn't see around so if you paid 40 pounds for your ticket you you couldn't see the match um <laughs> wait that sounds like just watching football in the uk right now you just can't see the match <laughs> yeah 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 saturday 3 p.m absolutely illegal to show anywhere <laughs> anywhere in england but everywhere in five the out of six games today by the way but we'll get to that <laughs> that's how many i watched <laughs> <laughs> on all the screens yeah um but yeah no i was a yeah a really big tottenham fan i still am i guess for most of my life and then up until 2018 19 was where i started to maybe watch a bit less because i felt like it was a toxic relationship um 
That's interesting because I think some would say that'd be the beginning of the latest sort of like a golden generation of Spurs, whereas like, you know, Sun and uh, Kane were like really coming into their own. I mean, were you already sort of like slightly numb to it when you guys made the Champions League final and all that? <laughs> I, I, we had no business being in that Champions League final. That was like, <laughs> that was like, that was like an error. That was like if you're playing FIFA and for some reason Andy Carroll was top goal scorer and you're like, what, well, this... This wouldn't happen. Um, well, because fuck him. Because <laughs> <laughs> fuck Andy Carroll. I just wanted to make that yeah. clear. <laughs> very, very strong opinions from across the Atlantic. Oh, Andy yeah. Carroll. We are opinionated <laughs> about everything. Have you seen our news? <laughs> it's, <laughs> all opi- it's all <laughs> opinions. <laughs> yeah, true. And all right, sorry. Country. So 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 back to your, your Spurs fandom. So you were f- fading out in 2018 and you just come back just in time to do this podcast you're just now now a fan again or um i am i would say not part-time i'd say i'm still i'm like a four-day week fan maybe like i'm doing a new trial new government trial and <laughs> I, I i i was previously like i was i think i was upset like too much like i would watch every single game on some weird stream where you can't really make out the football where you watch these right. pixels you're like i think we're winning uh and then it just it, probably it, it was like it was one day I was sitting in my living room with my dad and my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law is also a Spurs fan, and we were all like anxious and yelling at the TV. And I was like, "This just—I can't do this for the rest of my life. I can't, I can't keep doing this." <laughs> so then I became uh, a match of the day fan, which I was explaining to Jeff, which has obviously come into the news lately. Actually, match of the day. Yeah, I would love for you to cover it because we haven't yet mentioned it. Oh, okay. So match of the day. Should I just say what it is? Well, go for it. Yeah, I mean, this is Meet the Soccer, so there might be Will people you host watching. The show, please. Yeah, Kieran, Kieran, I'm gonna go make a pizza. I'll be back yeah, in sure. an hour and a half. So hey, welcome to Meet the Soccer. This is where me and my uh, American friends. Uh, oh my, wait, <laughs> did Matthew did Matthew McConaughey just take over? <laughs> all right, all right. Hey man, um, podcast keep staying the same age, yeah. but something about high school girls. You gotta keep on casting, man. C A S T I N. I, I live amongst the mud. My name is Mud. <laughs> that was a well, movie he did. Okay, he's he's an interesting man. Going from like the lead rom com to somewhat of a really good dramatic actor, and a, yeah, just a creepy dude. Is he gonna like run for office? I keep he, he was really looking into it. Like he was really testing those waters for like like Texas governor or maybe no even way. president, but like even Texas governor probably would have been a step into that. It couldn't honestly, it couldn't be worse. Like we've already elected a reality TV semi star. <laughs> like an actual leading man would be a step up from there. It has to be, right? Like we'd be manipulated by his charm. And his charisma and his quotes. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, You'd, his his bumper stickers would sell. That's good <laughs> for sure. They already do. <laughs> <laughs> he already has sold like 500,000 like Lincoln navigators. Amazing. What could he do for your country? Sell more cars, man. I could sell. <laughs> I said Bill, Bill Clinton. <laughs> He's under the age of 80. I think that would also help. <laughs> Two the bar, terms. The, the bar for politics is, has has dwindled in the last few years. No, it yeah, really has. Um, anyway, match of the day, uh, British politics. That's a segue. Match <laughs> of the day. 
is a is a show in England. Basically, because we don't have three pm kickoffs on TV, they show all the highlights on a Saturday night and a Sunday night on Match of the Day. And then the Sunday version is called Match of the Day Two. Um, and <laughs> like also the sequel. Yeah, exactly. Match of the day. They also do a segment actually called Roman numerals or normal. <laughs> no, no, normal. They went modern. They went modern mm. with it. They've gone for the the Latin. I like that. To wait, I'm trying to do it backwards on the video for the Twitch streamers. That's not Latin. That's by the so way, considerate. Latin and Roman are the same thing. <laughs> but go on. Uh, Arabic. Yes. <laughs> Arabic numbers. Yes, they are. Although, and I was very surprised. I had a layover once in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. This was not Whoa. a very expensive flight. And, um, he was going was from very... Michigan to Florida. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, like, uh, of course, like, I'll be able to read Arabic numerals, been reading them my whole life, right? And it turns out they have a totally different numeric system, and we just named it Arabic because it was, like, vaguely from that part of the world. But I believe that ours is actually from India or Iran or something like that. It has nothing to do with the Arab yeah. world. I did, weirdly, so thank you for asking. But, yes, my, my Jeddah airport story is... Like I, I landed there. It's basically like an air conditioned barn in the middle of a desert. It's like 140 mm. degrees outside. If they'd put me outside, I'd be dead right now. And no one is in the airport except me. There's like a duty free with Toblerone, no booze, of course, and like cologne. They're selling non-alcoholic beer everywhere to tempt me or to taunt me, really. Not tempting me at all. I wish Ooh, carbs. Me. I would have given in. But <laughs> then I... Uh, I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll go to sleep. Nobody's here. And I lay down on a bench. And then I wake up to this man in like a very like flowy robe walking by. And he had been, he had just shaken me. And I'm like, what a dick move. And then I like, I like wake up and I look around and there are thousands and thousands of people that have crowded into the airport since my flight landed. And not a single man is sitting down because like they're all the women and children are allowed to sit down and the men are all standing except me taking up four seats because I had fallen asleep a few hours before. <laughs> and I, I went from thinking that guy's a big dick to being like, that guy probably saved my life. Cause I'm just like a white tourist. Like, is it all right if I chill here? Like, <laughs> Somebody's probably um, pointing at you. Like, you see how poor they are in America? Look at this bum. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Giuliani sent him here <laughs> on a bus. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, no. match of the day. Uh, As we were saying, match of the day. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, iconic British TV viewership. It's been going, I think it's been going since the 60s. But anyway, since uh, early 2000s, Gary Lineker, the former footballer, former Tottenham striker, former. Uh, has hosted it. And yeah. England legend um, hosted it very well. And obviously he made a comment on the UK's new campaign, Stop the Boat um which he's well entitled is that like is that like trademarked is that what they're calling it stop the boats that like that's rhymes the... with that rhymes with stop the vote i feel like that's drafting <laughs> off of like they should have gone that... get out the boat because then that would have been kind of like a pro-democracy anti-immigrant thing which is like theoretically mm. their stance i think yeah it, yeah, it was it, that was like the tagline that was said have you seen there's a video from our home secretary well i i should say for the podcast for the listener i'm british um so, uh, <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify uh, i am british although we are across the world in this podcast we are in in three time zones which is cool. everyone has left their home in this i am in kieran's home 
mm-hmm. Kieran, you are in Thailand right now? No, I'm in I'm in I'm in New Zealand. In Auckland, You've ha- New you Zealand. have made it to New Zealand. Okay. I've made it all in one piece. What time is it there? I see the sun shining on your face. Yeah, it's let me check. It's twenty past eight. So this is first thing I've done this morning. Okay. And then it's like midday ish in Los Angeles? Yeah, it's twelve thirty. I have a hangover. Um yeah. So Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Wait, and yeah, wait, so Kieran, ha- have you moved or are you about to move or did you already move or is that something that I've already said in this list? Uh, I have moved. I've here for yeah. Okay. Uh, a year, yeah. And this then... is your permanent housing here? This is, this is no, I, um, I'm here for a week and then I've got a new house. Okay, so that's not your degree hanging up behind you? <laughs> it's not my degree. I haven't <laughs> put it in frame for the Twitch. <laughs> Oh, yeah, this, is my, uh, this is my. Is it an impressive one? That one behind you there. I don't say it is. It's engineering. I, okay. I could. They did not. I did not, I did not get. I um. I didn't get into my first choice university because I failed Spanish. And for the listener, uh, I am Spanish. What? Oh, right. <laughs> I forgot about that. I, I, uh, my mum's Spanish, so that was a that was a hard <laughs> conversation afterwards. Mainly because I don't speak the language. Um, is your mom a football fan? Uh, no, actively, no. actively against it. Mm, I can see. Yeah, yeah, seeing how you suffered, uh, <laughs> she <laughs> probably wanted what was best for you. Uh, yeah, exactly. She just left me to <laughs> left me to the rest of my family's devices. <laughs> uh, but her whole family are, are Real Madrid fans, which is that uh, means I get a, I, I make up for being like, I can just tag on to that sometimes. Like, oh no, Tottenham are losing. <laughs> it's fine. So you're like, Mom, can I borrow your five Champions League trophies in recent <laughs> <Yeah>. memory? <laughs> exactly, yeah. And then Spain winning the World Cup makes it it makes up for all of it. It kind it kind of means that when England were in the World Cup like uh semi final, I was I wasn't I wasn't rooting against them. I'm not gonna say that on the internet. Oh wow. But I wasn't unhappy <laughs> when they Oh yeah, you do you do kind of pull for them as like a secondary team. Uh I, I I support Harry Kane. It's probably the most Spursy answer there could have been. I stand with oh, Kane. Wow. <laughs> you were saying the opposite then. You were saying your first team is Spain. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Alright, but Kieran, isn't that actually like not a surprising opinion? Like don't many British club football fans kinda hate the national team for different reasons? <laughs> uh a lot of people hate the the break. Like the fact that there's an international break. So, like for example, next there's not a Premier League game for two weeks. I, say, I think it's next weekend. week, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like the fact that there's a Nations League now in Europe, which is trying to make friendly matches competitive, which just means that players players just keep playing football and don't get a break because they don't burn out because they're millionaires. This sounds and, like yeah. something. One of our two hosts has been ranting on in recent weeks, Kieran, and I'm so thrilled that you've just delivered the coup de grace to Jeff's argument. <laughs> what are I didn't counter argue you? You like how tired the players are, Jeff. You're all about it. It's your favorite it's like, thing. <laughs> they don't like it up them. That's what I always say. Okay, all right. So get us back on track, Kieran. This is your podcast. <clears throat> match of the day right uh gary lineker got last week he got taken off the show and everyone else took left the show with him for a week so match of the day was just the highlights for 20 minutes and it was terrible 
but <laughs> you watched uh, you're that dedicated no. of a match yeah, I, I watched, I, I'm, I'm that dedicated to watching tottenham probably draw against i don't know shrewsbury <laughs> uh and then yeah but then it um it's back it's back today i think it's back on tonight so I so did they it back seems down like they capitulated right yeah. yeah they backed down the bbc apologized to mr lineker um and let him back on the show because it's because basically the the issue was that as a bbc because bbc is government owned uh the people working in the bbc should shouldn't have an opinion on the government but gary lineker is an independent worker working for the bbc an independent mm. contractor they call it he's not a government official he shouldn't he's not a government official he doesn't have like a pension with them and stuff yeah he's not a civil servant so he's allowed to tweet something not like marcus rashford now he's a civil servant (laughs) (laughs) marcus dr marcus rashford uh, obe he's he's my hero it's an interesting one where i mean leave it to the bbc to basically forbid your on-air on-air talent from doing like modern social media like <laughs> fan engagement you know like mm. you're not allowed to have opinions like what are you talking about like every other network in the world is begging their anchors to get on and engage with people and say things that someone cares about and then yeah. the bbc is suspending people on like the you know like 80 year old ethics of it like uh, very strange. also isn't a pundit's job literally to have opinions like isn't that the entire <laughs> core skill set well, especially because, like, I would get it if he was supposed to present news, but, like, he's supposed to have opinions about sports. So, like, really, if he has opinion, you know what I mean? Like, it's this is not, like, this is not their Barbara Walters. You know, it's very strange. But it, they, they, so they have other um, examples of people complaining about BBC presenters having political opinions. Yeah. So, like, Andrew O'Neill's one, and he's a political correspondent, and they've got, like, a stock email that just says, they're an independent journalist, like covering the whole Carolinica thing, saying there's mm. no issue here because they're independent. Um, so that's why there was a lot. Of, so why uh, did they attack? Was, did, was it they just had a particular axe to grind with him, or there are example uh, or to, not to uh, say anything? Are you afraid as a comedian? Are you are you as a civil a, servant? You're allowed I, to have opinions on this podcast. I actually have just left the civil service. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and say one something day might spicy then. I could say something <laughs> spicy. I worked no. on COVID. And it, um, you the, made COVID? You're you saying worked it was made on in it? a lab and yeah, you yeah, did yeah. it. That's yeah, fucked yeah, yeah. up, Kieran. You shouldn't have with done my, it. I, with my psychology degree, they let me in the lab. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> hey, man, just have our engineers do, here. <laughs> just do what's just go mad. Wait, so COVID is, COVID is the spursiest thing. COVID is... <laughs> COVID, COVID probably is, is the spurziest thing. Whereas the one time they've succeeded and they didn't mean to do that well, and they're like, "Oh god," <laughs> and, it, and it was the worst thing for the world. Isn't the the spur protein what the uh, ant, the, yeah. the vaccine attaches to? Yeah. yeah. And they were so close to wearing the corona. You know, you're Spanish, don't you, Kieran? Oh, of uh, uh, the Champions well, League, but during that time, but we didn't make it. <laughs> well, the thing that actually nullified it was a mid-table team. That's what nullified the uh, the virus. That was, uh, that was I'm trying ago. to think of a yeah. I'm trying to think of a club that sounds a little bit like any of the pharmaceutical companies that made vaccines. That was a what joke? You even explained it. We just didn't listen. I couldn't. A, an attempt. An attempt was what it was. Uh. 
Well, you you uh, you miss a hundred percent of the penalty kicks you don't take. So uh... <laughs> some of the ones you do. Yeah. Um, well, let's 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 get to penalty kicks. Uh, so Spurs yeah. three, Spurs three, Sutton three. LOL. Yeah. Uh, Kieran, do people really say it's Sutton? Is that how people say it? I think it's written. Like when it's written, they put Sutton. That's how my mouth just wrote uh, it. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Kieran, did you happen to catch uh, the Spurs match today? Because it'd be super weird if none of us had caught it. <laughs> well, I didn't. It was at 4 a.m. my time, but I woke up this morning to to the, read the report and I th- tried to watch the highlights, but they don't exist in New Zealand for some reason. Uh, but it, it trust Tottenham can, if we go away to Chelsea or go away to Man City, that's like three points in the bag. We have Southampton away, and we're two one two. We're two goals up with fourteen minutes to go. It's not guaranteed. It's not a guaranteed win. They're tricky. They're tricky lately. As someone who drew them days ago, uh, we also struggled with them. We had that was one of the only points we dropped first half of the season was at St. Mary's. Ah, does that we all tricky little all team that's going to yeah. get relegated, yeah. but in the meantime, beat like most of the top six and take <laughs> yeah. points off them? It's very strange. They're, the fact that they're bottom is is insane because they're such a good like they've got like yeah. they've been such a good team for so long. They're a quality club, you know, like they like holistically are good across the board. Mm. I think really what it comes down to, like like if they were one of the six to seven teams in London that are in the Premier League at any given time, I think <clears throat> they would have built themselves into a contender now. But I think they just have to convince people to like it'd be like. I don't know. It, it, it would be like if the New York Knicks moved to the Jersey Shore. You know what I mean? And then they're like, come on. Come on, it's fine. No, you just play over here. And they'd be like, what? what? Like, Ocean hey. City, New Jersey? <laughs> like, that's where I'm going to, like, go? What? Like, Are you saying that Southampton is, like, the Jersey Shore of a country <laughs> that has Jersey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it's like the New Jersey Shore. It's kind of, I mean, similar. It's not It's not the same. I think it's actually nicer than the Jersey Shore. Although the Jersey Shore is also nicer than people think the Jersey Shore is based on the show Jersey Shore. Um, which you know, Skyler, Jersey boy. Yes, I know. Which, I which know. Jersey Shore did your family go to if you ever went to one? I'm not. I know you guys mostly not, went to Martha's Vineyard, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm not Jersey Shore. Gosh, which one? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I enjoyed that. <laughs> thank you. No, I honestly, I think my grandparents and uncle and aunt lived in Tom's River, which would mean nothing to any of you. So doesn't mean uh, anything to me even. So yeah, that's not a good sign. Half this yeah. conversation has meant nothing to me. Well, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you, man. The whole point of it. The whole point of it is that Southampton is it's it, it it's similar to the problems that United face from time to time. Even though they're one of the biggest clubs in the world, it's like. Well, you got to live over here. And they're like, where is that? You know what I mean? And I, I think that they're like, imagine trying to convince Mbappe <laughs> to go to Southampton. You know what I mean? It's just a strange yeah. thing. Jeff I is do... buoyed by the fact that I've never enjoyed any of my visits to Manchester as much as I love United. It's like, I'm like, I don't want to stay in the city, though. It's not fun. Oh, really? You, you do seem to have bad Manchester luck, though. Because in the one time I visited, I've told... British people about what we did of like walking from the city center to the stadium. Cause only a half hour. I was like, well, I'm sure we'll bump into a bunch of pubs and restaurants on the way. It was a desert. There was no like, commerce. We, up, we ate at an off license. You know what I mean? Like it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was rough. 
Um, <laughs> but in the end, I think that that was just because Skyler was there. And I think that Manchester just hates him as a city. Jesus. Ah, yeah. Because everybody else is like, if you had walked in any other direction, it's lovely. Literally any place. It's like one of every British people's favorite cities to go visit. Like, Yeah, it's like a proper nice up and coming like it's gonna be such a big city. Well, it, it is such a what, a what what a London thing to say. It's gonna be a big city one day. Second, <laughs> third biggest Spurs city in the UK. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> knocking on the door. Well, we'll probably be trying again in September because ba, 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 we're gonna do another meet the soccer's live in person Boom. this late summer to early autumn. Yeah, autumn. So you have to come to... back. You have to come back, Karen, from your Just abroad trip. Yeah. I will. I will. It's only a thirty-hour flight. We're going to uh, the Fringe Fest. We're going to do some uh, some comedy consumption. Is this the Edinburgh Fringe Fest? That's the one. Ah, not the Brighton nice. Fringe, which is same thing. You know, the Southampton of fringes. You know, and not the right wing, and not the right wing fringe either, because they don't really find anything funny. No, no, don't. right, right wing comedy struggling to take off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, don't see much of it in the clubs. Speaking um, of struggling to take off, our next topic. Let's talk about wait, Arsenal's wait, next. We never, we never actually covered. We never covered this. You just we should. You just shot me in the head on that one. <laughs> no. Um, South, the, the game tonight, I did find it funny that it was a absolute bullshit penalty. And because you haven't seen it, I'll just describe it to you and the listeners, Kieran. Um, a Spurs player was going for a relatively routine clearance at the edge of the box. As he drew back his foot, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, former Arsenal player, did a Bruce Lee impersonation of a flying kick in front of that player to try to get the ball. I believe he does like slightly touch it, but like not at all in a dangerous fashion. In the meantime, as he's doing that, the leg of the Spurs player, who was it? Uh, Sara? 29. Yeah, yeah, Sara, Sara. His leg comes up and kicks him, but it's like, it's just inevitable. It's like watching the pendulum swing on a clock. And then it goes to VAR and they decide, yeah, no, that's a penalty. But it really wasn't. It, it wasn't at all. And then uh, that that became the 3-3. And I believe that was in stoppage time. Yeah, um, the, It was a very Spursy result. Yeah. And it, it did it caused me to look at the, uh, the league table and notice that you guys have played two more games than the team in front of you and behind you. Mm-hmm. So even though you're sitting in fourth, and it's the middle of March, and you'd think that you're starting to feel comfortable. Like, if I were a Spurs fan, God forbid. It's kind of a dicey time right now. Like, I'm not sure if you guys are playing in Europe next year at this rate. No, I mean, you've used the word comfortable. That's not something you use as a Tottenham fan. We were, I think, 3 0 up against Man United. I'll never forget. We were 3 0 up at halftime, and we lost 5 3. So that was the lads at Spurs halftime talk. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, guys. We can see this out to a five-three loss, and we, 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 yeah, that sounds like the most. I think the thing is, I Newcastle keep winning, and they really need to grow up and learn to lose a few games, because we we we're Campbell just shit. we're just not in a good way. Spurs at this. I mean, we've got the whole Conte thing, and Kane might be. We're just not a good. We're just not a good team. Not a good. Our main problem the... is that we're bad at football. That's our main problem. That's the big issue. 
But it's weird though because individually you're not. You know, like Richarlison, <laughs> even in the middle of this terrible, terrible season that he's having after you guys wooed him over from Everton, he went to the World Cup and was the best player there for a while. I mean, until Brazil lost, like he had that one goal where he sort of flicked it over his own shoulder, mm. turned around, and karate kicked it in. That's one of the best goals I've ever seen in my life. And he had what five more like that? It was he is a very, very good player. And he has yet to score a goal. Is that right? He scored two in the Champions League. He scored against. But he has not had a Premier League goal. No, that's insane. No. But wait, so Val Vegros has the same problem. I mean, they're both high quality World Cup performers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I just want to say I feel like I got a bit of a reaction out of Kieran with that awesome fiddler on the roof alley oop when Jeff said, "If I were a Spurs fan," and I just Jeff would just like. Freight trained right through it to keep talking about actual <laughs> football. Didn't hear it. Sorry, I didn't let you interrupt me more. No, it was. It, listen, it was. It was a. It was a Pippin to Jordan moment. If you only allowed it to happen, it would have been amazing. Oh, I'm just like really upset about it. If I it. only allowed it to happen, da da da. And then you take my joke away from me. How dare you? <laughs> Wait, I thought you wanted me to take the ball. Your metaphor is very confusing here. I'm not good at comedy. I'm 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 like more of a, a Ronaldo comedian. I I have to score. It's me. I have to score. If I can't score, no one's scoring. All right. You just just say some funny stuff and then I'll say sue at the end. Go. No. No, no, no. There's enough I've said enough funny stuff that could get me sued on this podcast. So like let's All right. We are will we, are, get sued. Let's we go. Let's talk about my misfortune now. All right. Yeah. Uh Arsenal's Europa League match. I know. I already know. I already know what Jeff's gonna say. I already. I know you so well that you know what. This is just gonna let you focus on the real task at hand, which is winning the Premier League title, because that's the number one thing that you'd want to win. And that's what every Arsenal fan is saying, and there is some degree of sanity to it. Like I think if you put all your eggs in one basket or the other, you're probably more likely to have eggs in one basket or the other. I get that. I was actually kind of of the opposite opinion. And I think very few people had sort of zoomed out to this level, especially very few Arsenal fans, but like, okay, we're a very much alive. And according to like 538 projections, make it what you will of them. Hillary Clinton won the election according to them, but <laughs> they were saying we were the top percentage chance of winning the Europa League and the top percentage chance of winning the Premier League. And I sort of felt like, like if I were playing this like a board game called Mikel Arteta, the board game, then what I would do is I would try to win both of them because like ultimately Europa League, if, if we get through, if there isn't, if it wasn't for that crazy goal that they scored and if it wasn't for them winning a penalty shootout, which could have gone either way, then we get through that. And now there's five games left until you're lifting one of the biggest trophies in the world. You know what I mean? And as much as that might take the focus off winning the Premier League, which we haven't had a chance to do for a very long time, like, I think that the right play was essentially what Arteta was trying to do is try really hard to win both, and then you might win one or the other. And if we, for Arsenal, winning a European trophy or winning the league, that makes it one of the most successful seasons in the history of the club. It just is what it is. And I think that's what we should have done. I'm pretty aggrieved, actually, that we lost. Also, like, I mean, it really, it gave me flashbacks. And this will mean very little to Kieran unless you dance on the grave of U.S. soccer whenever you get a chance. But it gave me flashbacks to the Trinidad and Tobago game. 
where they scored these crazy. So the the reason that the U.S. did not play in the World Cup before the one that just happened in Qatar is because we needed either. I think all we a needed draw. was a draw. I think all we needed was a, us having a draw, Mexico having a draw, or Costa Rica having a draw. So any of the top three teams out of six drawing or winning would have sent us to the World Cup. All of them lost, including us, and we lost to Trinidad and Tobago in very, very dramatic fashion. I think it was 2-0, and the second goal was somebody just hoofing it from 40 yards out, and it goes <laughs> to the goalkeeper's head, and you're like, are you fucking kidding me? And that was kind of what happened with this, where it's like, on the one hand, it wasn't like every now and then you see a goal that goes in. Like Saka actually had this one, uh, one goal like this recently where it was like he was 30 yards out. He sort of kicked it. It looked like a mishit cross and it ends up in the top corner. And you're like, what? And yeah. even he had like, he kind of like chuckled and was like, yeah, saw him off his line. And he like, you know, it was like, it, it was ironic. It was, he didn't see him off his line. He, it was not a, it was a fluky thing and you'll take it. But this guy like legitimately, he like looked up looked down, looked up, was like, okay, boom. And he kicked it over Ramsdale's head. But the craziest thing about that goal is Ramsdale really isn't that far out of position at all. Like he, he scrambles back. If it's, if it's not the exact perfect hit, he had it covered up. Or if it had gone just a bit higher, it would have hit the bar and gone over. Yeah. But it was an exactly perfect hit from 45 yards out or whatever it was. And it went in. And I think if not for that, you know, it's just one of those crazy moments in a game that you can't predict for. But I think if that doesn't go in, there's a really good chance that Arsenal, you know, we only got to win five more games. We don't have to win all five of them. You know, some of them, there's some two-legged ones in there. I think like we still would have been like a heavy favorite to win the Europa League. And I think it's really sad that we're not involved in that now. And I think it's really, it's funny to imagine like what, as an Arsenal fan, what were you supposed to feel if we ended up winning the Europa League, which we're not going to do now, but if we had ended up winning that, but in the process bottled the league to City, which we could still very well do, there's a lot of time for us to do that. I don't know what, you know what I mean? That would have been a very strange open top bus tour of North London. That would have been a very strange little day there. Now, I think we, now we have 12 games away from this trophy and they're going to be 12 very hard games at Hanfield at Etihad. Like it's a uh, dicey times. I don't know. Well, Jeff, uh, it's so funny. I'll do, I'll do this for you. I'll win the Europa league for you. I'll avenge <laughs> you. My brother, my brother in arms. Unfortunately, I, I think you will. I really think you guys are going to win it now. I mean, maybe. All right, so United beat Real Betis 1-0 mm-hmm. off of a Marcus Rashford uh, nuclear missile. Like, he, <laughs> he, 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 hit, he hit this goal so fucking hard and missed a couple of, like, tap-ins. So, like, usual Marcus Rashford sort of, like, okay game where he gets annoyed at his poor performance and pulls something out of his ass, which he feels like he's been doing a lot this season in a way that... It's made me feel young again at times. Um, and we are now going to play against Sevilla, who I think is the second worst remaining team in the competition, according to odds makers. Uh, but they're normally a pain in the ass for United. So uh, who knows? Who knows how that's going to go? Let's keep keeping that brief. 
because we want, oh, we got to get to a, a a fun game that we're gonna play. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before yeah. I want to, can we just add a segment though, really quickly on the fly? If you, um, you want to add guys a segment, also let's had a European game this week, and um, it didn't go that well. Oh, Spurs. Didn't they, didn't they, was it, or was it last week? You said you guys and look straight ahead and there are two other <laughs> yeah. people on this, on this chat. You look, you look dead-eyed Spurs into had computer. a Champions League match, if I remember correctly. Ah. We, and yeah. it did not go as well as they hoped. We, we lost to AC Milan. Because um, nobody told, this is the thing, nobody told the players in the second leg that they had to score. Is so, that just a Conte thing? That I seems think it's to a be Conte a thing. real Conte thing, huh? It's just, it's it's been since Pochettino we haven't really attacked um, at all. So we had Mourinho, who's the most defensive man, and then we went to Conte, who's the second right most there. defensive manager. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's we. Uh, I I was surprised we got out of the group. Uh. I like yeah. I like how pessimistic you are. I feel like I relate to that. <laughs> yeah, like... yeah, it's just a, <laughs> it's going through years of just maybe this year, maybe this year we'll do like we'll start well, we'll be top for like we'll be top at the end of August, and you go this is things are going well, this is nice, and then it just crash and burns like so quickly and so horrendously. You're describing my like dating life, uh, <laughs> so maybe that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the the team that I follow for American football was very known for years and years, always going out and in the off season doing the few things that everyone thought they needed to do, and everyone would be like, "This is our year," and so they got dubbed the off season champs. And I think like there's a level of that that I feel like really resonates for Spurs, where it's like, I don't know. I mean, I I remember vividly thinking like when Gareth Bale left. And a hundred million came in. And this is like, this is not like post Mbappe, post Pogba, like all those hundred million. This was like, holy cow, like a hundred million. That's a lot. That's three or four good players coming back. And then you guys went out and bought six. And I thought they're going to, this is it. Seven. Was it seven? Seven. It was the magnificent seven. Um, Oh man. Do you think we could name them all really quickly? Uh, No. We can't. Eric Eric Lamella. You probably could. Lamella. Paulinho. Erickson was good. Paulinho. Erickson was good. Erickson uh, still is good when he's not in multiple pieces. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when he's yeah. alive, literally. Yeah. 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 When, when, he might when be one hot. of the best dead players ever. Like when you think about it, like he would he would be in an all dead eleven right Maradona now for sure. For me, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dead players who are still playing. Yeah, but Maradona's body right now wouldn't be able to do much on the pitch. So, Eric, of all the dead players, Ericsson was in the best shape when dead. Yeah. So, Mar- Mar- Maradona's body is probably still going off a lot of. Uh, a, I was going to say, he's probably still dancing in the grave. <laughs> yeah. Capoue, uh, Etienne Capoue was one. Mm. Vlad Kirikesh. Um, I-, I don't think was... I've ever heard that name. <laughs> Not a good sign. What was he... the. What was the Spanish striker that started with S that was supposed Soldado. to be really good. Yeah. I loved him. He was terrible, but I loved him so much. He scored, I think, nine goals in two seasons. And six of them were penalties. What I mean, he... look, give Richarlison another 10 years and he can put up those kind of numbers too. 
Jeff, your internet's doing a little bit of a a Spurs. Uh, <laughs> not quite hanging on. Yeah, your your internet is in fourth, but like has played two extra games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking leggy. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, Jeff, did we kind of cover this, or do you have more you want to say about uh, Arsenal's death march to the EPL title? We kind of talked about. It. I mean, I think on the one hand, we we have to play one match a week and essentially win them all now in order, you know, to keep Man City from sneaking up on us. We have a five point lead. Do you think City is going to drop any points between now and the end of the season? I mean, that might, if, if you think that they might, that should help you rest a little more assuredly. Yes, but I think that we are also, like, I think we're both going to drop points. I can't say when or where, but I think, like, <laughs> I am the knight. <laughs> I really believe that they will, hopefully. But I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if they won 11 out of 12, and then that doesn't leave a lot of room for error for us. Right. I think really what it comes down to is when I next go to Manchester and see the beautiful side of it as toured around by someone who knows it better than you, um, then when I go to that game, I think we need to. I think we need a point. If we can get a point there, then we'd be six point. You know what I mean? I think right. suddenly. Well, actually, we wouldn't mm. be six point. We would. But you'd we'd be, be depriving still be five, them of. You'd be depriving them right. of two points. And I think that that could be all the difference. But even then, it'll be such a. Like, like, there's so many weird possibilities in this, but like, imagine if we go there and either win or draw, and it starts to look like, holy shit, there's like five games left. They just lost their chance to jump up three points on us. Like, they could still do it. You know what I mean? Like, last year we had three games in a row, and all we had to do was win like one out of the three, and we would keep Spurs out of the Champions League, and we would finish above you, and we didn't fucking do it. You know what I mean? Dude, I, my team has lost the league to literally someone yelling Aguero in the last moment of a game <laughs> against, like, was it fucking Watford? Who the fuck was it? I can't QPR. remember. It was QPR. Fuck. Right. No, no. Like, they, they, they have a uh, heritage with doing this to teams. Like, so yeah. I get I get your trepidation. They, but like, here's the thing. Like, and I've said this before on the podcast. I want to go on the record. They are better at football than we are, but we have a five point lead, and we're also pretty good. So it's like a real gambler's choice this season. Like if you st- if you restarted this season, they'd be up by ten points, one hundred percent. But we're up by five, so who knows what's going to happen? Do you do you are you worried at all about um, what they just did to Red Bull Leipzig? <laughs> Which are not that's not Shrewsbury Town. That is not you know what no, I mean. Like Red Bull Leipzig are a pretty good team. They're a good team. Um, yeah, 7-1, was that what the final seven one? one. It's like, look what they've done to my boy! Yeah, <laughs> massacred him! I mean, and we were what, it was, was it 3-0 or 3-1 when they came to the Emirates? And now we have to go yeah. away? Could get, could I, get dicey. I think he'll win the league. He said, and... reverse jinxing it. All of his fingers yeah, and toes a, are crossed a, right now. He's knocking on wood fan. and releasing black cats into my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who started COVID uh, yeah, doesn't, yeah. <laughs> does not want you to win the league, Jeff, for It'll sure. be fine, he said again. <laughs> it was a, I've winked to the camera. It was a pangolin. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a lab, but it was a pangolin. <laughs> If you remember I don't know what that word means that's the thing that's oh, like yeah. the weird weird like you uh, should know. yeah it's like a weird little armadillo type animal that's in your part of the world well not anymore oh. but it's closer oh, to your part here. of the world than ours 
But that's really? some people think that somebody brought a pangolin in to, to a wet market, a crowded wet market. Instead of I that. don't know. All right, that's a, this is a joke premise. So, so a pangolin walks into a crowded wet market, goes to the bartender, <laughs> says, "He says, why the long face? You're a pangolin, baby. You have a very long face. It's like a horse. Similar Bar- joke." Oh. Bar- bartender says, "What are you here for?" He says, "A corona." Nice. Yeah. Oh, you actually had a punchline. I thought I was okay. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I, yeah I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. Um. All right. So, uh, are you guys ready to play yet another Meet the Sockers fun and long game? Uh, <laughs> we have the funnest, longest games in town. Uh, <laughs> yes. All right. The longer they are, the less fun they are, generally speaking. <laughs> Wait, Wait Jeff, tell. Give, uh, yeah, th- this is like NFL trivia, basically. Uh, yeah. Jeff, tell Kieran what our last game was and how fun it was at a scale of. Guantanamo uh, to a game. <laughs> Skyler waterported me into trying to give answers as to what every team's best def- best win and worst defeat was. It was clear that I didn't know any of them aside from like two immediately. At that point, there were only 38 more to go. <laughs> and um, I think in the end, I ended up scoring seven points and setting a new record. So that's as good as it gets. <laughs> I mean, to get seven when you know none is... I would yeah, change I the rules. Was giving me, yeah, I think he was giving me points for just any correct scoreline, even if I... So I'd just be like, uh, five nil. Uh, six nil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I it's love like hilarious your commitment to the bitment, though, Skyler, I have to say. It was... it was so painful, but it was like, we have to finish this. <laughs> It would have been kind of amazing if we had both just sort of stood up and walked away with like <laughs> 10 teams to go. And End then there was just goes. dead air for 10 minutes. And then it was like, did you It would have been a better podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Kieran, go Jeff, ahead. Did, Jeff, did you know about the game before before no. that episode? We try we try to not like well uh, sometimes I will say there is a game, but I won't tell you because we don't want it's like a pub trivia night where you can't just google it or else it takes fun out but uh, okay yeah that makes sense all right so what today's game is gonna be it's i wanted it to be kieran answering arsenal questions and jeff answering spurs questions <laughs> but i'm lazy and it's a mm. saturday so uh instead i stole a guardian trivia article from 2018 that's just north london derby trivia about Ooh, both hey. teams but there are a few questions where Jeff's going to ha- have to answer a Spurs question and vice versa. A okay. Spurs question is going to have to answer a Jeff. Uh, all right. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is the direct opposite. <laughs> all right. So, all right, Jeff, first question is for you. Are you ready for this? I'm going yes. I'm going to give you multiple choice, four okay. options for each question, so you're not in the dark on this. Okay. Okay. Tottenham. You mean the Guardian gave you for multiple choice my reporters have done their due diligence <laughs> yeah and have typed up uh four answers all right and by the way this is from 2018 so all of these could be out of date information <laughs> Ooh, yes but it seemed Back okay check. all right so tottenham have not won a trophy since they beat chelsea in the league cup final in 2008 who did they beat in the semi-finals Jeff, in this question is Yes. So this is when I was graduating from undergrad, in case that helps you. 
it must if the Guardian is saying it, it must be interesting to know. So I'm gonna say they beat oh, Arsenal wait, wait, wait. in the semifinal. I'm so sorry, you got it right, but I'm supposed to give you four multiple choice options and you you just raw dogged it. Uh yeah. that's impressive. Karen, I hope you're intimidated by that because I'm always intimidated by everything. <laughs> Oh, that was good. All right, but the the options that I was going to give you if I wasn't stoned were Arsenal, <laughs> Everton, Blackburn Rovers, and Man City. Mm. So you got it right anyway, Jeff. Uh, well done. Jeff has one point, and there. By the way, you each have five. Can and I then get there... like a half bonus for that because I didn't even accept your multiple choice. I just Jeff, like, smacked the test out of your hand and started following answers. If you're getting a half bonus, there are medications that could help you with that. <laughs> if it lasts for four <laughs> hours, I'll let you know if I need it. <laughs> well, this podcast does. Uh, so, all right, Kieran. All right. So, or by the way, so uh, five questions each. If we're tied at the end of it, there is an eleventh jump ball question. Ooh. So, all right. So, Kieran, which Arsenal player scored an own goal in that very League Cup fixture in two thousand and eight? Was it Cesc Fabregas? Was it Lord Nicholas Bentner the Fourth? Was it Emmanuel Adebayor, or was it Theo Walcott? It was Nicholas Bentner. Ding ding ding! He's All right, we have, we have a tie game. Tie game uh, here. Do you do you vividly remember that game? It was five one. It was yeah. That game is probably there's a DVD of some of it somewhere. Right, and in the middle of an empty Spurs trophy shelf somewhere. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Is. Oh, Kieran, actually, I found highlights on Pornhub.com. If you want me to send them to you, I can send you the link. <laughs> they are engraved in my head. <laughs> <laughs> no need, mate. Yeah. In the Spank Bank is football highlights. Uh, yeah. Life right. is a Spurs fan. I was like, life is a Spurs fan. All right. Um, <laughs> I want to ride it all night long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff. In 1987, Tottenham and Arsenal played three games in an epic semi-final tie in the League Cup. They played a replay at White Hart Lane after the sides the could League not be Cup separated. A three-game semi-final. I love that. Because they didn't have a golden goal rule, I guess. So they basically were tied after two legs, and so they played a third leg. Um, how was the venue decided? Was it... Like, meaning, is it a home or away? Mm -hmm. uh, was it a game of rock, paper, scissors? Was it the referee tossed a coin? Was it Spurs wanted a home draw, draw and Arsenal manager George Graham preferred to play away? Or was it, it was the EFL's decision? Man, that third one, if it's wrong, is such an attractive piece of fiction. That's such an interesting, like, why, like, what a weird idea. The coin toss seems like it would be, like, the most fair out of those. I'm narrowing it down to those two. I can't phone a friend because... All uh, of them are on this podcast right yeah, now. Yeah, these are my two friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and if I did a 50-50, a la who, who Wants to Be a Millionaire, they'd take away the two that you already know are wrong. They never help. Um, there's no audience of this podcast, so, like, all of the various... <laughs> There's Helping also no, tools. There's no uh, game mechanic that you get to invent right now that bails you out as well. <laughs> but even if I could invent those, none of those would help. We're gonna so... we're gonna use we're, I'm gonna use my give me the right answer bonus where you give me the right answer. I just made it up. <laughs> um, I'm gonna right, go with it? option C, the George Graham thing. Wrong. The referee tossed what? a coin. <laughs> 
What a weird... How is that even an option, then? <laughs> ask the Guardian. I mean, ask my writers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, so... Skyler's this... Freelancers, the Guardian, and UK Spectator. <laughs> my Guardian Angels, you could call them. Um, um, all right, so the score is tied, but Kieran has a chance to go ahead. Uh, Kieran... The question in hand. <laughs> the question is, spell Tottenham Hotspur. No, um... <laughs> Karen, the question is two players, two players have scored 10 goals in North London derbies. Bobby Smith and is it either Jimmy Greaves, Emmanuel Adebayor, Thierry Henry, or Harry Kane? I think because this is 2018, I think it's Mm. Emmanuel Adebayor. That is correct. Kieran goes ahead two to one in the North London trivia derby. One of the few players that's scoring them on both sides. Yeah. yeah that's, and like... getting hilarious red cards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, you ready to level level yes. the scoreline? All right. George Graham played for Arsenal and later managed Spurs. True. Who played for Spurs and later managed Arsenal? Was it Terry Neal, Bruce, R-I-O-C-A-H, Rioch, Rioch, Rioch? Was it Herbert... Chapman, or was it Billy Wright? I could read those names again if you'd like. It's Terry Neal, Bruce Rioch or Rioch. I'm so Rioch, sorry. I believe. Rioch, something. Her- Herbert. He Chapman. was the, he was the interim manager right before Arson took over, so he was a real manager. Or Billy Wright. What was or the third option? What Herbert Chapman. Herbert Chapman. And he, Herbert Chapman is the guy that Spurs hate the most. He's the guy that like got us promoted over you after World War One for no particular reason. Um, yeah. So I'm going to say Bruce Rioch. <laughs> you, you just... I think you were just describing Herbert Chapman and then you pivoted off of the right answer to the wrong answer. He did. Ah. And he's also the reason why we have white sleeves. He did have like a Spurs association before. So yeah, it was Herbert Chapman. He loves white. God damn it! He's that's like the 1930s. I wasn't I watching love, that often. Jeff, it was hard to. It wasn't televised in America. You, you know? like pull your car right up to the parking spot and immediately back into another car. <laughs> <laughs> For the right, comedy Kieran, of it, Kieran, hilarious. Kieran, you can make this game very, very hard for Jeff if you get this one right. You could go into halftime up by several goals. (laughs) Ready to lose it all. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, it's Spurs. Uh... Yeah, lad. All right, Kieran, how many Tottenham managers did Arsene Wenger face in North London derbies during his 22-year reign at Arsenal? Is it 7, 9, 11, or 13 all Odd numbers, I might observe. Um, Seven, I, nine, eleven, or thirteen. He was there for a very long time. Did he 22, join? I think, twenty-two years. Twenty-two years. I'm going to say we went through loads. I'm going to say thirteen. We went through loads. Eleven was the correct <sighs> answer. Yeah, Jeff is still in the game. I love when we have games where the answers are just numbers. It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> It's great listening. Great yeah. podcasting. Especially when no one has any chance of learning them or knowing them. Or yeah. playing along at home, really. Yeah. Um, all right, Jeff, you can level the game with this question. All of these players represented both clubs. Which one of them played for Tottenham first? 
Okay. Is it Pat Jennings? Uh, is it David Bentley? Is it William Gallus? Or is it Emmanuel Adebayor? Who played for Spurs first? Read those names again one more time. Pat Jennings, David Bentley, William Gallus, Emmanuel Adebayor. Who was at Spurs first? Bentley? Pat Jennings, who I feel like who is, is that? <laughs> maybe the host of Wheel of Fortune as well. <laughs> That's Pat Sajak. Okay, okay. Similar haircut. So, Pat, Pat so. What Bentley, era is that? I, I wasn't watching then. I'll lay my cards he, on the table. Pat Jennings is like the 70s, I think. Okay. He, he, was, he was great. Really good. Really good. He was England goalkeeper. So, that fe- felt like a hard question. <laughs> Sorry. That, yeah. There keep being like elements of trivia in the lead up to these where they're like, these this player played at both and I'm like, oh, I know this one. And then you're like, actually What's his all favorite the answers pudding? are gonna be in play for that, but <laughs> <laughs> there's another level you don't know. <laughs> all right, Kieran. Uh the teams wow. <clears throat> the teams. <laughs> teams they met. Um <laughs> The, the teams met at White Hart Lane in a memorable game back in 2004, actually November of 2004. Describing the result, Jose Mourinho said, that is a, not the proper football score, it is an ice hockey result. Uh, what was the score? Was it Arsenal 6, Tottenham 6, Tottenham 5, Arsenal 3, Arsenal 5, Tottenham 5, or Tottenham 4, Arsenal 5? Um, I can read that again if you'd like. I think if did you say so? It's two thousand and four. Two thousand and four, Mar- November. Mourinho commented. I think I know it. I think it's um, a game where. I think I think Ledley King. Do you know Ledley King? I do know Ledley King. Wasn't he, he super duper in injured all the time? Yeah, he had like no ligaments, no cartilage. And just just bone on bone, still turned up. He's, I think he scored. Sounds like my love life again. <laughs> I'm doing very accurate descriptions. I'm just, <laughs> this is, I'm just side eye and Skylar. You're gonna have like a spin off of this podcast, and it's gonna be way more successful and way more listened to. <laughs> I I refuse to believe that. Um, not everyone gets Ted Lasso uh, sp- sponsoring. By the way, they know nothing about it. I know. I absolutely. <laughs> I just got uh, this set in the mail, and I was like, "I'm going to use this as some some false gravitas." All right, I love it. Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jeff just came back from making a full steak during the course of that question. <laughs> Sorry about that. My, my, it was delicious. Should I give my answer. Yeah. Uh, do you wait? Do you want me to read you the options again, or do you know what you want to say? I, I think I know. Okay. I know what I want to say. You can read them for dramatic effects if you want. No, because, I mean, that, no, it's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't put you through extra work. It's, uh, I think, 5-4 to Ars- Arsenal 5, Tottenham 4. That is correct. Uh, Kieran, you are up 3-1. to one. Jeff, you still technically can't win now. So What? Uh, yeah. He's Already? Got three. He's got, you've only got one question left. Oh. But yeah. then there's a, there's a toss-up jump ball. So if he bottles everything and I get the toss-up jump ball, then we could tie. We could no. do that like Quidditch rules. No, because if if you both get these next two questions wrong, Skyler, he wins be a game show host. This means it's lightning round, and you change the scoring to keep it tight. <laughs> I did forget that I'm supposed to do that. 
Uh, sorry, Karen. I have to see him every week. Yeah. Uh, all right, Jeff. So this he- is worth three points, as you just said. Now <laughs> he's heating up. It's like the yeah. AHM tournament edition. All right. In which London borough did the two clubs first complete a match? Their very first game at Tottenham Marshes in 1887 was called off with 15 minutes to play, owing to darkness. Uh, nice. So your options for which London borough the, fir- the two clubs first played a complete match in are Islington, Brent, Herringy, or Herringy? Herringay. Herringay? Greenwich. These are all characters from the British office, I think. All of these names. <laughs> Islington, Brent, Herringay, Greenwich. Which was the London Borough, Spurs, mm. and Arsenal completed the very first full North London derby? Or I guess wherever the fuck this, this was. strikes me as tricky, and I know that Greenwich is right next to Wool. Is it Woolwich or Woolwich? Woolwich. Woolwich, yeah. You dropped the W. Woolwich <laughs> is where Here's Arsenal... Here's your W. You dropped this. You dropped the W. <laughs> Woolwich, as we as they say it here. <laughs> um, no, uh, mm, that's hair. where Arsenal started. As any Tottenham Hotspur fan will remind you, within five minutes of conversation with them, um, and Greenwich would be right there. So I'm kind of attracted to that answer, even though Islington is where Arsenal play now. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the uh, with the Greenwich answer. Well you done, got it, Jeff. Jeff. You got it. I think the score is tied now. I think yes. so. After you introduce but the lightning Ke- round but, but, posthumously. But Kieran does have a tenth question, so he can still win in regulation. This is an outrage. Jeff, you went first. Um, Fuck it up. I'm going to start Emmy martinez in you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're living rent-free in my head right now. Yeah. I'm going to eat you, homie, or whatever he said in Spanish. It sounded better. <laughs> So we're, I should, we're doing, if I knew the Spanish, it would help with you. We're doing Spanish this podcast Italian. in two time zones. I'm in Los Angeles. Kieran, you are in New Zealand. I'm in New Zealand. And Jeff is in, uh, rent-free in Kieran's head in New Zealand. Is that it? Yeah, in the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Kieran, 10th and final regulation question. The last time the two clubs met in the League Cup, which, by the way, this might be out of date. The last time the two clubs met in the League Cup in September 2015, Arsenal beat Spurs 2-1 at White Hart Lane. Who scored an unlikely brace that day? Was it Francis Coquelin? Coquelin? Was it Matthew Flamini? Was it Mikel Arteta? Uh, who's that bum? Uh, or Joel Campbell, my favorite player on the list. Oh. Um... I think I, I know this one. I think I know. I remember this game. Can uh, I steal? I was... Can you please introduce <laughs> any fucking fake rules to make this close? <laughs> I could I could get it wrong to go to a lightning round. <laughs> but I think it's uh I think it's the now billionaire uh Matthew Flamini. Correct. That is correct. So the game Thank is you. tied. Uh yeah, we're going into, into the... sudden death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Carry the one to the other team, and yes, (laughs) I'm. I'm gonna read out the question. Whoever answers first gets it. Uh, I'm going to slowly read the answers. So if you hear the answer and you're like, "That's it," it's like it's just whoever says the the correct answer first. Arsenal. 
Did not, I get it? No, no, no. no. Okay, you going. actually keep just you lost a point from getting it wrong. Uh, Spurs. All right, so it's tied. Um, right. So who who became Spurs manager in October 2008 and secured a 4-4 draw at the Emirates in his first Graham. week in the job? Was it Juan de Ramos? Was it Harry Redknapp? Harry Redknapp. It... <laughs> Jeff, you win. Just over there knowing answers. Boom. Fuck that. You gotta you gotta play the rounds. Guys influence the referee. I hate to say it, but that was the spursiest thing that's happened today, other than finding <laughs> out where COVID came from. I mean, back when you were ahead by an amount of points that wasn't left in the game, it seemed like you were probably gonna win. <laughs> I mean yeah, I, I think the thing that lost me that on the lightning round was me waiting for all the answers to be read out. Politeness? <laughs> your British politeness cost yeah. you. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff sla- dunked slamming the answer in. Yeah, yeah. What you couldn't see is that I actually slapped the teacup out of his hand, which also <laughs> yeah. sort of frazzled him a bit. But What does this teach us? Late-stage capitalism beats late-stage capitalism. Ooh. Yes. All right, so we have uh, one final topic, and Kieran, as the guest and loser, uh, you, you we're going to say, bring up whatever topic you want. By the way, anyone at home, Kieran was not warned that this was going to happen, so me explaining is really all of the time he's going to get to stall. <laughs> Kieran, take it away. Does it have to be football-related? No. Oh, it this is like hot cross buns. Anything. It could be the um, fact that you just discovered you're not ticklish and it's taken you a long time to figure that out. Can I just give him a little bit of time to think about this by mentioning today that I was so hungry that I was invited by I was I was invited by another parent to go on a play date in a church that I thought was no longer a church. Turned out it still was a church. It's just they've repurposed most of it to turn it into a discovery zone which is something that Skyler would understand and you wouldn't, Kieran. They put a bunch of tubes and ball pits into it. So basically, they turned a church in the middle of London into a McDonald's play place. And as I was in there, I was so starving that the kids who were eating hot cross buns, it looked really good. So I tried to go buy, I tried to go trade money for a hot cross bun, which I've never wanted before in my entire life. And they weren't selling them there. These parents had smuggled the hot cross buns into the church slash discovery. <laughs> devastated. Let's come back to the visual of like something that was a church being gutted into like a low rent Chuck E. Cheese or other form of food amusement. But like Je- Jeff walks in, there's like a little flower just emerging from like <laughs> the cracks of the nice. cement of this new business. And Jeff stomps on that flower. Yes. No, I ate it. I was still hungry because I didn't have a hot cross bun. <laughs> Kieran, we've given you like nine minutes to think of a topic, so it's time. Okay, he's actually um, forgotten his topic now. The, t- the topic. <laughs> I was just thinking. All I could think about is food now, and I have. I for the listener, I did bring a snack, which is a banana. I, I was just waiting for you to eat that on air. By the way, on camera, <laughs> ASMR. You have no idea what you're asking for nom, with that. Nom. I would say the topic I can think of is because I haven't had breakfast yet because here it's 8 a.m. Mm. Um, well, gone. I would say uh, tra- travel food. Oh, there's a fly on my screen. 
you see like, that? Just like travel, I did see that. Does travel food mean food you food you bring when you are traveling? Food you attain while you are traveling, or what? Like how how are you interpreting food, that? Food I'm interpreting that as food you've had to travel in. Food you've had to food. travel inside of, like a giant cake. <laughs> like yeah, the like, magical like, school bus. When you like when you're when when you're surprising your friend after a long time on their birthday and you jump out the cake like a stripper. That's that's <laughs> we've all had that experience. Yeah. Yes, that's what you mean? I knew banana would no. get you there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jump out of a yes. banana, that's really scary. That's <laughs> you have to peel the little things off, you know that weird string? Yeah. You have to jump out and start peeling that off because Yeah. That's like Imagine the most how... dirty part is like that last little bit of underwear you're taking off. <laughs> peeling it down. I hear like a Chris Isaac song while you're peeling a banana, like the song from <laughs> Friends. <laughs> or yeah, like what is it? No, that's I'm thinking of Neil Diamond. Gir- girl, you'll be a woman soon from like Pulp Fiction. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a banana slowly. A banana. <laughs> Uma Thurman just like is dancing with the peel. She could like, like weirdly ribbon. make banana strings sexy if she wanted to. Like she would like dangle them in front of the camera and be like, "I kind of want to eat a banana. Is it just me, or do you want to eat the peel and strings of banana right now?" If if Uma Thurman wanted to like lady and the tramp a banana with me, and I meet her in the middle, I could probably or a banana do string, if you will. What is what is a banana string? You know, like those little things where like you've peeled the banana, but then there's that little bit on there where like that's more peel than banana, isn't it? I didn't know that had a word. I didn't like like the banana foreskin, banana foreskin. Yeah, like a you take it off like a cheese string. Yep, so this is, in America. Oh yeah, yeah I just good. ordered some to be delivered by Amazon Fresh. I'm surprised <laughs> it's not purely an American thing. Just the idea of strings made of cheese sounds like more us than you, I'll be honest. Yeah, we, we put food into shapes here. That's our thing. We do dinosaur <laughs> yeah. McNuggets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do love the idea that like chicken is the Delicious. evolutionary worst case scenario of the Tyrannosaurus Rex. And now we cut them into Tyrannosaurus Rex shapes just to fucking spite them. And we feed them to our little stupid kids. Wow, we're alpha. (laughs) Yeah. Take that, Tyrannosaurus eye. Tyrannosauri. It's also like, when did that get decided? Why is that children's food? Why did that get decided to be children's food? Why do kids like dinosaurs? Because they're like dragons. They're like shitty dragons. dragon that can't <laughs> blow fire and it, and, it, and it doesn't have any magic and it and it can't survive very long what can it do it lays <laughs> eggs it's it sort dies. Of scary and it can't jerk off it, it, <laughs> it fucking dies and it doesn't have an opposable thumb <laughs> and it's got yeah. like gimp arms we still have been mostly interrupting you now you've had plenty of time to think about your topic. Girl, so what is your answer to this question? Because that might me that might help me figure out what the question is. Um, my question. So is it my travel question food, is right? travel food? But food what food, do you mean food, by that? Food you have had whilst away from your home, which Jeff, mm. I guess, is any food you've had in the last what twenty years? <laughs> Literally everything. Jeff and I yeah. both want to talk about Deshoom. I'm volunteering both of our times oh, to talk about Deshoom. Deshoom is great. Like, it's part Deshoom. of the reason I'm coming back. <laughs> I gotta go to the gunpowder one that you went. Oh, yeah. So, have time. you been to gunpowder, Kieran? 
No. What's go, it's, that in it's, a, it's yeah, it's a very small like Indian restaurant that I think they've got like a, a handful of locations, and one of them's like an eight seater. And wow. it's like the food is so inventive and unusual, but like still all the delicious like ingredients that you expect and want and are there for. Like I had like a curry donut with like a spicy tomato Ooh. shooter. It was like Ooh. it was fucking so cool. There was like food that smoke came Actually, out didn't, of. If I remember that correctly, didn't like a gnarly West Ham supporter buy you those as like a peace offering after he'd been no, like an asshole? <laughs> I wouldn't describe it that way. It was three uh, West Ham fans that were giving us the bants, as you probably mm. are well familiar with, Karen. Uh and we offered to buy them a drink. They sent us over food. It was just sort of like playful ribbing. I would love to bump bump into those guys again. Hmm. Not like the fucking Leeds pieces of shit that Jeff and I had to hide from in a pub one night. <laughs> no way. What? Jeff, we, oh, and that, when we were trying to meet Mary Beth and Dalston. And yes, we... it was Leeds Lester. And they were like ready to flip tables over. And their like girlfriends were sitting there like, I don't know, waiting to eventually like, get abused. Again. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that clients. that pub was so rough that I went to the bar and ordered and there were a bunch of old guys there and underneath I had like an arsenal thing on and I was like oh like if anybody else in this bar could see this shirt like would I be getting killed right now they're like no this is an arsenal pub and I'm like you I gotta sure. go back to the posh part of London <laughs> this is not where I belong <laughs> The Dalston, Dalston's like that. As you know, Jeff, I lived uh, yeah, there. Yeah, that was your neck of the woods. up the way, yeah. Um, and that place, like, Dalston used to give me... I had to go to Dalston every morning to get to work um, on COVID. And it was the most stressful walk to work to the station I've ever had in my life. When you You're say like, I'm COVID... I'm trying you... to kill millions of people yeah. right now. Yeah, Will you exactly, stop yeah. selling me weed? Wait, Karen, were you continuing the bit, or did when you say on COVID, do you just mean getting to work during COVID? Uh, I was attempting to continue the bit. Oh, and I ruined uh, it because I was like, "Wait a minute, are we just misunderstanding our friend? Like, should we extend a hand across the wait, aisle?" I thought I thought you were actually working on COVID in the sense that you were working on the United Kingdom's response to COVID, right? I I was in outside of this podcast sphere. I was doing that, but. I, that was an attempt to continue the bit. But yeah, back into this, into canon, oh, man, I you made that. COVID. <laughs> and then you ran away to New COVID. Zealand, which is where all the billionaires were going to go to try to escape the pandemic. Anybody that's ever played a pandemic-based video game can tell you New Zealand is where you would go. You oh, really? Fucking asshole. Cause, yeah, because... <laughs> There's no I mean, one, it's not like you can just cough in California and it'll fly over to New Zealand. It's like, it's pretty isolated. And yeah, all the uh, billionaires, every single one, they all own weird, like, underground compounds in New Zealand. So there will be a point, probably, I don't know, give it five years, where the only people that are left are assholes who live in New Zealand. And unfortunately, unless you get a job for one of them, Kieran, you won't be, you know, unless you really did create COVID, in which I guess you probably have billions in the bank. But either uh, way, I hope I hope that you survive. But, oh, that's a nice thing to say with the assholes. I hope that the rest of the helicopters make it so close that they can see those bunkers that they built instead of helping humanity. And then I hope that they fucking drowned. And then I hope that a giant squid just like, and then it just fucking eats them. 
and then spits them back out and eats them again as like a weird digestive process yeah. that's like an evolution thing that I haven't learned all the way about. That's what I hope happens to them. I agree. I feel that. But for you, I hope that yeah. you have like plenty of tea stored away. And, yeah. you know, like you just have like a nice little life and like a Dharma initiative sort of men. Yeah. Got a little uni pizza oven on the go. <laughs> It'd be great. Jeff, yeah. I, w- I want the same things that you want. I'm still not sure how I feel about if I want Kieran to survive or not. Like I'm, I'm wait, I'm waiting to render verdict. Okay. I respect that. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's been one podcast. Let's just take things one step <laughs> at a time. That's one how podcast. I am. When I meet new people, I'm like, I'll let you know, you can start walking it back from, I hope you die. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, maybe, maybe I want you to be alive. <laughs> Oh, that was pretty cool what you said. Oh, yeah, we do have that. Oh, that's interesting. We went to the same high school. <laughs> you really got to earn it with me. You really got to yeah, work yeah. hard. What, when do you want me to die, Skyler? Um, here's the thing. I, I, my instinct is to say never, but, like, how miserable would that be? Like, it's like the Highlander curse. Yeah, you, you, don't like, wanna, you don't want to green mile me right now. I don't. So maybe, like, 200 years. Like, enough where you'll be like, okay. I had a I had, like correct me if I'm wrong on those sort of movies where they're like, oh, it sucks so much to be a vampire in True Blood and still be having hot sex 150 years after I'm supposed to be dead. I'm like, wouldn't it suck more to be dead? Like, don't get me wrong, like being depressed and having like hot sex on drugs, like that's not the best way to live. But like, it's certainly better than being dead, right? But also, that's just a reflection of their life choices. They could have done other things with that time. Yeah, like, you could have spent that time knitting, you fucking vampire. Getting early nights. Or, like, going on to Duolingo and learning other languages. Like, that would be constructive. True. This episode is sponsored by Duolingo. <laughs> by Duolingo. <laughs> or Duolingo and Ted Lasso. We're going to be watching season Jenny's three of Ted Lasso, yeah. <laughs> Skyler, I know that you and I have more or less the same job, but since you're actually successful at yours, could you get us a sponsor that would pay us money to do this? Me? Yeah. I don't know. Just asking. Didn't I? If you asked them, wouldn't they give us some money? Like, how much money do they have to give us for it to count as a successful business engagement? A dollar? Let's start with literally anything. Let's see what the lowest amount that they would even consider is. The problem is all of my clients would probably want to see numbers and they go, okay, what's your listenership? And we go, yee. <laughs> I'm here. I'm on the uh, podcast this week. Ever heard of Kieran Carr? Like, do you know all your listenership by name? You're like, yes. <laughs> Ever heard of Sharon Vitkin? We're, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're very podcasters, mom. We're, we're the anti-glazers. We talk to the fans. We listen to them. We invite them on. They are our only guests. Uh, yeah. We're also the anti-glazers in that no one talks about us. <laughs> Except those who love you, which is Aww. good. You, you you know, and the glazers are hated worldwide. All right, Kieran, I don't want you to die. I guess I'll be fine with like a kneecapping or something just like really hurting your mobility long term. That's I can deal with that. That's fine. I'll still be around. As long as I can... You invented COVID. I'm pissed off, okay? Like, give me something. I get it. If I was going to hope for your deaths, which I don't, (laughs) would you want me to hope for you... This is always one of those weird death things people bring. Mm. Would you want me to hope that you die surrounded by your friends and family? Mm. Or would you want me to hope that you die not traumatizing everyone? 
Oh, you want to die? You want to die fucking? You just want to die. I want to die. One person. I want to die. No cartilage, no ligaments, bone on bone. Well, <laughs> Ledley King style. I want to go out like a king, and I mean it. Yeah. True king. King's, a king's funeral, we'll call it. Yeah. Hmm. Wakanda forever. Oh, I, I don't think we can do Wakanda forever, Jeff. I don't think we're allowed to do. Oh, we're not allowed to. I don't think so. Ooh. I honestly don't. I think take it not. back. The W word. It's, it's not ours. It's we now. we would it's like Wakanda now. to be around forever, but we're not doing Wakanda. Skyler wants Wakanda to die with no cartilage, <gasps> no. bone on bone. Listen, that's did because ev- he has a man. Did uh, <laughs> did everyone here watch the second Black Panther? I haven't. Uh, I but you can spoil it. I don't care. About All right, so let's. I'm going to read the script. Okay, so opening <laughs> on a Wakandan sunset. No, uh, I can see it. It's just you know you guys know what went into the movie. It's just sad. I'm just I was so sad about mm. Chadwick. He Great basically episode. was able to finish it before he passed away, right? I won't say anything because you haven't seen it. But like, oh, I'm going like, to say kind of stop. Abruptly. I'm going to say it very distinctly impacted the story from oh, like wow. minute one. I mean, I guess it's appropriate because that's what the movie was kind of about anyway. But man, that's a sad way to go. Well, out. the alternative would be they do what they've done in like some of the sketchier Star Wars movie where they're like, this person's dead. Prop them up on strings. <laughs> that was, yeah. Yeah. That was with uh, Princess Leia. With yeah. Carrie Fisher. Also with the guy who played, was it um, Grand Moff Tarkin maybe? Like all the Peter, Peter May, not Peter Mayhew. Peter, oh, fuck, what's his name? Star Wars. You look at New a, Hope. Well, I briefly have a TED talk and say that the Black Panther soundtrack is the best soundtrack since the Curtis Mayfield Superfly soundtrack, and people don't even talk about it because Kendrick Lamar's other albums surrounding it are so good that he literally won a Pulitzer Prize for rapping, which isn't even a. It's like it's like if you win, it's like if I won a BAFTA for like being an American podcast. It just wouldn't happen. It's an amazing, it's an amazing accomplishment, and everyone should listen to the Black Panther soundtrack tonight and just like just soak in how good it is, Skyler. Uh, Peter Cushing. So I guess right with Peter Grand Moff Tarkin. I guess I guess right with Grand Moff Tarkin. So they brought him back, and he was just like shitty CGI. But I don't think that this conversation is going anywhere with the shitty CGI uh, train of thought. So, if if if, if I may, um, you may. It's your Jeff, podcast. How, <laughs> welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> About time, dude. An hour and a half in. Give us a welcome, Jesus. Welcome to, to welcome to the podcast, by the way, guys. Um, Jeff, <laughs> how I would like to you to imagine me dying um, is I would like to be surrounded by everyone I know so that it hits them more. And you said something about traumatizing them. And mm. I would, yeah, I would like that. Are they, you surrounded? want them to be traumatized. Are you doing it while they're surrounding you and then you die? I think you can safely assume that I'm never doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but why, why do you want them to be traumatized? Is it going to help the death for you? Or are you just like, is you're going to transfer the pain or what is it? Well, it's like, you know, that way they'll, they'll have to, they've seen it. They'll have to accept it. Um, plus we can have some like last minute banter, get some good jokes in. Um, I just think it would be a nicer way to go. We could have like a meal. I don't know. A lot of it would revolve around food in that you could bring it into the hospital. Do you have a playlist? Um, 
I I do I think I would have a playlist. I would have the um Black Panther soundtrack as the ending <laughs> of the playlist. Miss me with that bullshit. <laughs> da, 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 da. No. Yeah, no. It would open it, it would open with the Spider Man um across Hello. the Spider Verse soundtrack, which is also incredible. Uh at some point you'd have to play Flowers by Miley Cyrus, because that's just a just a hard song. Oh wow. Um and then yeah and but then do you like, so would this be something where everyone knew that you were dying and like you sort of went and this is the end of the slow and painful bit and ooh, okay. you guys had some last minute bands but like ultimately it was like cathartic for everyone involved or would it be more like you know we're here for like kieran's tedx talk tedx tottenham tedx yeah. dalston and then you're like assassinated, but it was like a shitty assassination. Oh. And in the middle of it, you can still have like a few like hilarious sort of Marvel character, like little <laughs> like asides. And then you die. And then they carry you away a la Chadwick in the first Black Panther where he oh, dies. And I think comes back to life because of a purple flower. If I remember, I don't know. Purple flower. Yeah. Um, would that be sort of. When you die, would you come back to life? I guess is what I'm. <laughs> would I? Would I? Would I? Would I pull off the Christ? Is what you're asking. Mm. The JC. Are you Jesus? Uh, uh, Jesus, we pronounce it. <laughs> and he's I, back. I, he is back. He's, he's back. He's back yes, with he a brand is. new back. album. He gets us. Jesus <laughs> is back. Maybe. He is. Ready oh, to win the league. Yeah, have you guys? Back. Have you guys seen the He Gets Us ads? For it's like a it's like literally an ad campaign for Jesus where they're like, Jesus, guess what we're going through in our modern lives? He gets us. You just gotta open up your heart to him. And they're like talking to people like through Reddit and shit. It's very terrifying. Wow. <laughs> What's yeah. advertising? Jesus, like it's advertising <laughs> him like like as if he was Puma or Adidas. Because he, he Jesus gets needs PR. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. He does. Not because enough. a lot of his a lot of his hirees have touched kids and and killed people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's like that he's like got to do go out and give the seat corporate CEO PR talk. Like, hey, so we at Christ Corp uh, do not condone <laughs> uh, any of the actions that have been taken by everyone yeah. We've that been works at Christ up Corp. For some of these popes for too long. <laughs> Too long being that you guys have now found out. So yeah, now we exactly. need to apologize. Can I can I take this conversation back to Dishoom? Because <laughs> it's it's so it's so oh, good. Yeah, it's I'm like Yeah, it's like it's like all it's the best type of food you could have, and then they're just like, we're just gonna make that the best that anyone can make it. Is that is that true? Would you say, oh, he's broken down, he's having a banana. He didn't even peel off the strings. He said, fuck it, he's eating strings right now. Um, a banana's a poor substitute for some like for spiced dish. lamb shanks and some curry. I will say that I, I think that is a very defensible choice, but a bit of a surprising choice for you. But you would say, best cuisine, Indian. Yeah, yes. Wow. Most okay. delicious, most like, delicious. Okay. Okay. If flavor, if flavor is the goal, which I think flavor is the goal of being alive, of, of food, yeah, I mean of, of existence, life. yeah. Ah, yeah. Um, I I think Indian food just does it the best. Like I could I could pick apart other cuisines. I I think I could I could find something wrong with all of them, even if they're all great. Like Indian food, I think is just perfect. I I would agree. 
I love the Indian food. Indian food is fantastic. Japanese, though. Everything else is good. Everything else is good. Mexican? British? All right, so not everything's (laughs) good. (laughs) To be fair, I love British food. It's all British food is. I think I like British food more than British people, which is probably <laughs> wait. Then British, British people like <laughs> British food, or that then you yeah, like exactly. British people. <laughs> both, Karen. Both, both. But I do think that like if British people like British food as much as I did, they'd be better at cooking it. Like on a weird level, I think that I can already cook British food as well as any British restaurant that you could send me to. Like, like I've made my own Scotch eggs before. Like I like British oh, wow. food. But, 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 but. Chef Jeff Ramsey, this is raw. (laughs) Imagine if tomorrow I decided I liked French food. Think about how many decades it would take me before I was the best French cook in the world. Be a while. But like, honestly, for the British one, like I would do like a great British cook-off where I think I could be a better chef for British food than any British person. Give me like three and a half weeks. The great American (laughs) British bake-off. Yeah, the great American bake-off. Fuck them. Well, they have that. This is the great American baking British things bake-off. That. Which is you would win. That's the one, that's the show that you would just roll in and crush. I think I just love it more than they do. I would go and get some Tesco uh, (laughs) pre-made phyllo dough. I'd wrap up a bunch of shit. Pies for days, and they'd be like, "God, this is actually way better than the people who do the same thing and serve it four days in a row, heated and moldy." Jeff's bangers are bangers, and mashed out. Fuck mashed potatoes, though. I think we can all agree that. Wait, what? You don't like mashed potatoes? Wait, you wait. You don't like mashed potatoes, Jeff? Mashed potatoes is like someone was like. Could we scientifically like extract the worst part of a French fry and make like, a giant bowl of it? Mashed potatoes Kieran, are not can we, edible. Can we eat most like, American? Or let's like a sat choke. Can we both choke Jeff through the, <laughs> oh, wait, through the video? Wait. Oh no, he's like. He... <laughs> hey, you guys do it. You guys do it. Sorry, <laughs> oh, I don't even know how to put my hand. <laughs> For those of you just listening to the audio feed, we flawlessly did a camera trick. <laughs> For one person. (laughs) Actually, I just choked myself again. (laughs) Yeah, and Jeff liked it way too much, so we kind of had to stop. Um, All right, but I'm still doing it actually as we speak. (laughs) Karen, thank you so much for joining us for what was, I think, 47% football related conversation. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Thank Uh, you. I enjoyed. Yeah, you you Uh, met the suckers. No, I'm just going to talk over your own gracious goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll let you. Do you have any? Do you have anything to plug for our New Zealand audience? For the New Zealand gigs coming up or anything? I do. You literally just moved to town. You have a gig already. I I I have been gigging. I had a gig last night. Um, Yeah, just. All the, all the open mics, <laughs> if you attend any of the open mics, I will probably be there. Uh, I'm gigging in Christchurch in May. Nice. So, uh, Good Things Comedy Club. So if Good Things Kira, Comedy when, Club, look out for Kira Carr. Yeah, I'll be listening and I'll attend. Do you have a social media presence for our vast, vast listenership? I do. I do. It's a, it's a small comedian on Instagram. Oh. So, but what's your user handle? Is that the app thing? Is that what you... I'm very new to Instagram. Oh, wait, no. He's <laughs> fucking with you. Yeah. 
<laughs> Why don't British people understand irony? <laughs> Not enough Alanis Morissette in the rotation over there. Yeah. Alanis Morissette wrote a song called Ironic. Nothing ironic in the song. Master of irony. <laughs> she knows what she's doing. You don't know Alanis Morissette? I have what? no idea. Who that... No. She was my first oh, CD. Yeah. Alanis, Wait, all right, well, we can't play yeah, the whole song, right? Uh, <laughs> you don't remember? Like, literally, was Jagged Little Pill not a thing over here in the UK? It may have been. Uh, I don't late know. Late 90s, I, man. She was She was Alanis. Alanis. Uh, she wrote The Shade. Late 90s. She wrote an incredible, incredible breakup album. And then years later, it came out. Do you know, you know who this is? Probably Skylar. You know who she was breaking up with in that breakup album, Jagged Little Pill? Dave Coulier, a.k.a. not Uncle Jesse. What's the other uncle? uncle Joey. Uncle Joey in Full House. Like, so, like, uh, you know, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, all those guys. So uh-huh. he was, like, I think even in the show, he's Canadian, even though he's Canadian in real life, as Alanis Morissette is. But, like, um, he was... He was a comedian and basically in the show, there are like two uncle characters. So like of the people that you know that are unmarried, this is what I was taught via Full House. You can either be a rock star with good hair or you can be a bad comedian with a Hawaiian shirt. And I chose Hawaiian shirt and I'm not, I, ever since, I I think looking back, I should have kept my hairline up here and learned (laughs) to sing. (laughs) I, I, yeah, my hairline. Since I've chosen, since I started comedy, my hairline has deteriorated. Do you find yourself asking Cut questions like, "Cut it out, Kieran"? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I wanted to make that joke for the audience at home, but Jeff snatched it out of the air. Oh, and I even did what? the hand motions too. Cut it out. J- Jeff That's snatched what Uncle a joke. Joey used to say, "You snatch a joke ah. right out of the air, like a loss in the Europa League." Uh, so goodbye, good night. I love you. 2000 and later. Bye. Meet the suckers. Meet.